you know what else is fine? Streaming Yo. 12 hours after being awake for six. You're not even just... going to welcome people? You no, it. it's so important. You're, that you're they... very wife, important. You but you know wife. He just went right to it. <laughs> Didn't even, wasn't going to like ease him in or anything. He just jumped into it. He said 12 oh, hours. No. Oh, God. Welcome well, back any to case. the Crossforge Gaming Podcast. A podcast where we talk about crosses, forges, but never gaming. Sometimes gaming. <laughs> it's like the vowels. You got A-E-I-O-U, but only sometimes, sometimes do you have Y. y. <laughs> Usually the gaming is the y. y. Indeed. But yeah, welcome to the to episode. Uh, Darman is dead right now. So I'm so broken. Why don't like, you tell us about that, Darman? All right. I was like, yeah, guys, I'm going to stream for 12 hours on the Twitch channel. And we're going to raise money for the sick kids in the hospitals. And by God, we raised $405. Nice. Thank you, everybody who came out and helped beat the crap out of me in various games. Very Make nice. it so easy, you know? You know, <laughs> I feel like I should have flipped the rewards, right? Because I, I, at the beginning, I said, yeah, I'm going to donate $5 for every dub and a dollar for every L. So, like, I had extra, you know, incentive to win. I didn't see my first dub until 8 o'clock. We started at 11 a.m. Yeah, what but, were you like, playing? you would have given thousands of dollars if you gave $5 for every L. Yeah, you know, I would have hit my 250 <laughs> cap real quick. <laughs> what did, you, you? did you hit your 250 cap? I, th I ended up giving $85. Oh, wow. 85 was, losses, huh? Wait, oh, That was shoot. a lot of L. The L was so big. <laughs> Dang, that's like, that's, that's rough. And what was this for? This was for Extra Life, which is a gaming fundraiser that is done every year, first Saturday of November. Uh, they do multiple events throughout the year, but it goes to support uh, children in hospitals towards critical funding, uh, specific cases, and pediatric equipment. They also provide consoles to help families and whoever's around in the hospitals uh, to help, you know, do, do give them a little bit of relief. Yeah, it's, it's never fun just being in the hospital. Oh no, absolutely not. Yeah, I, I worked in a hospital that. for like a year and a half um, in a surgical trauma ICU, and the burn unit right below us was like for both adults and kids and because of that oh, no. they had um they had like uh games like different consoles you could wheel in kind of like when you were like in elementary school and the teacher would bring out like the big bring old the VCR TV. TV yeah the VCR and you were like oh good day so it's kind of like that <laughs> you could wall like take them in they'll send like you, little I think motorized you dated yourself a little bit right there pal people are like These what's a VCR have... <laughs> Well, these kids have projectors in their rooms now. Just like, bro, yeah, the they smart don't know how good they have right. it. Yeah, projectors but are they, so freaking. They cool. would have those, and then they would have like like some of those autumn those like motorized little like Tonka trucks and stuff for like the little little kids. Just go around in the ICU. Yeah, it's cool, man. I think it's a big, you know, it's just a huge help to make kids feel less like they're in a hospital. You know. Indeed, Extra Life is a pretty phenomenal foundation. 
I've only seen very little of their stuff. I've watched some streamers do it. And I was doing homework all day yesterday, so I entirely Good missed man. out the whole gosh darn thing. Yeah, you know. Yuck. Yeah, Just drop out of college. That's the way to do it. Listen, yeah, I'm man. already like <laughs> 100 a racks in debt. Are you kidding Ooh, me? Don't do I'm that. Like, no, it's too late. I'm already there. I might as well finish this. <laughs> He's got his forklift license. Yeah. Hey, that'll work. Yeah, what game were you playing? So Darman. I started the day off with some Apex Legends, and the literally the first drop went great. We killed four people. It nice. was it was fire. We got all the way into like six teams were left, and then somebody just literally fell out of the sky and was like, "Ha ha! You thought you thought." You Are were there get vods there. of this? Yes, the VOD is up on the Twitch channel for the next two weeks. What is I a will VOD? Viewable Video on, on demand. demand. Oh, okay. I've heard it both ways. I don't like paying but... for for videos, but that's cool. I think they're free. I think then I'm going to upload it to YouTube. Yeah, I think if we cut it down to I still like have to pay with my time. Free. i got to watch like a 15-second ad. You know how much I'm worth for 15 seconds? Bro, get ad block. Windows Very has little. phenomenal ad block. No, don't ad block. That's how ad we don't get head. revenue on anything as creators. I, although I will say uh Apple my my Macintosh, my MacBook Pro has this really funny workaround on ads on YouTube. Where you know how it well MacBook Pros have this little touch bar just above the keyboard. And when you play a video, it has this little slider that allows you to like kind of slide through video, uh, kind of like an edit mode on like your phone. But it does the same thing for advertisements. <laughs> so what you can do, ad just comes up, you just drag through it. That's awesome. Skip the whole thing. Huh. Five seconds? Nah, bro, forget it. He can't. It's... <laughs> Although I will say the new uh, Safari update with uh, Max Big Sur, uh, it it requires <laughs> you to like refresh the page once. You don't even use the Chrome for Mac. I bro, listen, what Safari takes up way less RAM than Chrome does. I will say. I will give you that Chrome is a RAM whore. I am looking to. It is I, now, I, man. When Chrome was first a thing. Again, so I guess I guess dating phenomenal. Guess dating myself, but like it was so much, so much faster, so much lighter than any other uh, internet. It was fantastic. Thing. But now it's Ooh, what do you, call you, it? remember, Big Boy. you remember Firefox? It's still around, man. I, I don't know how, but it is. I'm looking. I might switch over to like DuckDuckGo or something because that's a pretty solid anonymous browser, which is. Pretty pretty sweet, bro. I do use DuckDuckGo for my web browsing needs. I do not enjoy Google suggesting everything under the sun to me. And I understand <laughs> that yeah. DuckDuckGo, it's just a lighter search engine, right? It's not nearly as powerful. Uh, and because of the anonymity side, the fact that they don't use your location makes it difficult to Google for local things. But like, if you just want general information, I I find it's great. You're not contributing to the collectivism data pile that Google has assimilations of, of year. <sighs> but yeah, we will hey, become a so hive mind. Did you know that Google took out the "Don't be evil" clause? What is what is that? 
Google as they a did. company, Google had in their um like their employee handbook or in their uh fundamental doctrine guidelines, don't be evil or don't do evil. Okay. They took it out in like 2018. So? Oh, so that was a while ago. <laughs> I just you, think about how many ads you see per video, right? You now you just make it up. Nope. Oh, I'm apparently fact checking uh, on this. There's no, just one listen, video that I, I had like that thousands they, of ads. I don't it, doubt that you're funny. correct in saying that they took out their don't be evil clause, but who cares? Why does that matter? The fact that they even had one, that's awesome. Because do other places, Skynet. Do other... It's going to be Skynet. Oh, my God. Amazon's going to be Skynet way before Google is. Mm, uh, yeah. They're all <laughs> the same. Listen, it's, 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 the, it's the... The technocracy is here. It's... What is it? Not Elon Musk secretly owns all of them. It's the Freemasons. They're running the whole show. Oh, my guys. God. No. I can't. <laughs> So anyways, what the do we Templars want? are coming. <laughs> before we go, before we go into our main topic, speaking of Skynet, can we talk about Meta? Oh yeah, Facebook oh. rebranding to <laughs> Meta platforms. It's it's so dumb. Uh, I actually have a friend out in Arizona that actually works for a different company called Meta Platforms, and they are upset because I, they use the same. Uh, double hoops that make them oh in their branding. And that's now what Facebook is using to brand their metaverse. I saw like a, a letter written by a company named Meta. It might have been that one. And they yep. were like, hi, we're Meta, uh, the original flavor. <laughs> and yeah. basically Facebook's lawyers for like the last few months have been contacting them and trying to get them to sell their brand, just like the icon, the name and stuff. Um, but they didn't say who they were from. They were just like, hey, our client wants to buy your brand. And they were like, no. That's pretty messed up. Honestly, I think it's a stupid name anyway. Metaverse? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's just meta. Just meta. Oh, yeah, meta. Yeah, it's and like then metaverse the, the is going to be company. the suite of products. Yeah, like I don't know. I get it. I get what they're trying to do. Like it I think their reason for changing was was good, right? Like they're like, "Hey, our company's name is Facebook. That's not really all we do anymore." Fair. Right? They've got Instagram, WhatsApp, not much, are um, Oculus. Oculus. You know, they've got all that stuff, but like the Meta, I don't know. Like yeah, I don't know. They might as well call themselves the Umbrella Corporation. <laughs> I don't know. I oh man, Darman, that's a Resident Evil. Um, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> when I first His heard face was just the like, name Meta, I thought it was a joke at first. I did too. I'm like, why would they name it? I was like, wow, that joke seems a bit meta. And then I realized, <laughs> what kind of meme then is I realized this? how deep did this meme go? How many layers? <laughs> no, it's it's surface layer. They're like, yeah, we're meta now. I'm like. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, the internet was freaking out because Zuckerberg had like a bottle of Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce holding up books. <laughs> you want to know what's great? I saw that. Is I probably printed that label. That very specific label. <laughs> that probably Bro, came sweet, off of my machine. <laughs> sweet Baby Ray's is honestly a pretty good sauce. 
but it's like basic. What? First of all, why did he have it on his bookshelf? bookshelf? Yeah. How robotic is this dude that he's just like, <laughs> yes, this is what normal people do. Then we have barbecue sauce. He literally sauce. has to have that conversation with people on a regular basis. Like, I'm not normal. <laughs> he's really not. I think he's an alien. He's got to be. He doesn't look normal. He's Man, probably just like a now. robot with like some synthetic skin. It's got to be. It's like, yeah, yeah, we get it. Jesus loves you, but please stop being so creepy about it. <laughs> right? Oh my he God. has a piercing gaze, that's for sure. The, he it's, is the intimidating presence of the He's the, the quiet world. kid that was seated in the fourth row between... Uh, like two rows up from the back, but he was all the way on the right side by the window. He had to, Did, you had to occupy him with the birds and the squirrels. Yeah, he was outside. just staring out, listening like, with only his right ear as he's watching the birds. And you that, ask him, hey, two plus two, not knowing what it is. He said four, thank you. Let me get back to my birds. <laughs> what? Uh. <laughs> I don't know what that right. was. I'm tired, okay? I'm still recovering. Speaking we'll be starting of... uh, cross-forge therapy next week. <laughs> for those who are... <laughs> Speaking of big corporations that may or may not do good things, it's, Bring it it's in. really not that big of a stretch. But our main topic for today is going, it is, is going to be, shortly, is really... We've already talked about this when you're listening to it, so it was... Our main topic of discussion today was shall be and forever will be remembered as who's going to say it long standing franchises. He said it. This is one of those rare occurrences where we talk about gaming. We talk about the video <laughs> games. I, this may come as a shock to you, but uh, Christians do in fact play video games and they do not release demons into your household. Wait, you guys are Christians? Wait. Wait, you guys aren't <laughs> demons? Wait, this is a podcast? Wait. <laughs> it kind of, it reminds me of um, Evanescence. Would they broke up for a while because the, the lead singer, female girl, was, uh, she wasn't a Christian. And I just imagine, like, how that... Evanescence? Yeah. Weren't they, really? like... Really? Wake me yeah. up. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, like, I just... They broke up for a while because I don't. It's not Amy Lee. What's her name? Wait, I thought that's Flyleaf. I no, it's not. I know. I think you're right. I'm saying like, who is the lead singer? What's her name? Let's find out. No, it is Amy Lee. Yeah, that's a, that's Evanescence. Amy Lee. Oh, who's Flyleaf? Uh, Flyleaf. What's her Somebody name? Somebody else. That's that's someone else. That's that's uh the. Uh, yeah, Lacey Sturm. That's who you're thinking of. Lacey Sturm. Okay. That's that's Flyleaf. No, um, I didn't know Evanescence I, was ever labeled as Christian. What? No, I thought they, they were. How did like you not whole, know that? How did you not know that? Yeah, they my were. My thought was they were just like being sold to like youth groups during their first album or so. What? That was like their main demographic. Was you didn't know Evanescence? Like, Evanescence. Wake yes. me up. Yeah, can't wake up. What? What's? Why do you keep saying that? No, all I that just, does. All that does is like, yeah, that song is very Christian. It's like, yeah, oh. I know the song. How can you see into my eyes like open doors? Oh God! Wow. Okay. 
What did you think it was about? You think she was sleeping? You think well, she no. was falling? You think was she was falling through music. time like Sora? Just falling through. <laughs> just I've been having these weird dreams lately. <laughs> so anyway. Yes, what what the heck were we how do we get here? So we're talking about long standing <laughs> franchises. <laughs> Games have multiple iterations for good or bad. Or and, better or for worse. Yeah. Just like marriage. It's what yeah, brings us together today. Except um, video games you can learn to seriously despise if they go on for too long. Yeah. Marriages tend to get better with age. Like if they um, go if on for like 2,042 iterations, it's probably not going to be great. Like please. That's too many. Just get married once and call it good. Like Battlefield, the new one is 2042. No, nope. Nobody? Nope. Can you nope. imagine? Did that went right <laughs> over. Do I have to play Battlefield 6 <laughs> through 2041 to understand the 2042? That's the question. Yes. But we're not going to talk about that today. So I think one that we've talked about a lot on this podcast, we've never really like discussed whether, like how the iterations went down, is Bethesda. Specifically Elder Scrolls and Fallout. I think we should start off Let's with Elder start Scrolls, with Elder since Scrolls, like I think that's, it, that is their flagship. That is their is flagship, and I think that's the boy. one that we've all played the most of. Uh, oh, for sure. Because I have, I literally have a cumulative four hours in the Fallout world. Oh wow, that's so I sad. I have so many hours in Fallout <laughs> games, like an unbelievable amount in both. I am a, I, I enjoy Bethesda, but or I enjoy Bethesda's games. Like, I'm a big fan of their games, but the company, y'all, they need help. What makes you say that? Have you seen the way they treat their games? Do you <laughs> yes. know how broken every single one of them is? Do you remember Fallout 76? <laughs> <laughs> Fallout 76 is pretty bad, but you've got you to gotta admit, they make these huge worlds. They're, like, they can't realistically test everything. And people intentionally go into their games trying to break them. I mean, also, a bunch of the main mechanics are completely broken upon release. Like, f- name six. Okay, so, uh, let's see. I got one. Movement, I got sometimes one. it is the AI. A lot of the times it's the AI, which is very testable. Sometimes it is weapons. It. Uh, so, when I played Skyrim in 2013 for the first time, I got stuck on the main quest and could not progress with my character because there's a guy you have to meet in the sewers, and he could not open the door. I had the leader of the blades with me and got stuck on the main quest and could not complete the game with that character. Even with <laughs> opening the console on PC. Oh, yeah, it was this whole big deal. Like, I tried opening console to, like, force the door open. I even teleported myself five feet forward, like, so I could get into the room. But he, in the script, he actually has to open the door to start talking to you. And yeah, that's the, the uh, that's the one where you have to get Esburn out of the, uh, out of the sewers in Riften, whatever the, the thief city is. Yeah, Riften. But, yeah, I remember that. But man, I think when it comes to like breaking quests like that, I remember playing Fallout 4 again. Um, and the very first quest, you're supposed to go up and you're supposed to talk to Codsworth. And it, 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 the, the dialogue would not engage. I'm hitting enter exactly. sitting here. I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I know how to play this game. I'm going to skip this part. 
I, I do wonder, like, from a from a programming standpoint, like, how do you not run into those in alpha beta testing, you know? I, There's got to be something unique about your systems and your iteration. I don't know. Maybe, like... I don't know. Maybe I stepped in the wrong direction the wrong time, and now there's a mew. Exactly. Uh, we shouldn't do that. That's a so. There's a missing no. <laughs> well, yeah, there's missing no. Oh yeah, that's a big one. That's a great glitch. <laughs> hey, is today just a glitch podcast? We should have oh. put that down. Put that down. Put that. Put, 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 make Actually, that a yeah, note. Yeah, let me make it okay, a note. Okay. Shush. I'm, 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 I'm writing it in my in in the in the in the. <laughs> Okay, well, we might do that, but if we don't talk about Wreck-It so, Ralph, I'm going to be upset. Oh, absolutely. For glitches. I completely forgot that. I love that, that Owl City song. <laughs> so when we're gonna, can I see you again? So, between Elder Scrolls Fallout... Woke up um, on the right side of the bed. What's up with this brand song inside my head? That's a different song, but I like that that's song. That's also good. Good time. Good time. That's With, also uh, on the Canadian girl. Uh, Jepsen. Jepsen. Carly Ray Jepsen. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. You speak the true true. So indeed. Long standing franchises between Elder Scrolls and Fallout. What do you think was the best and worst game in each of these franchises? Damn Max, start with you. That's hard to say because I don't I didn't play the first what what iteration in Elder Scrolls was uh, Morrowind? Is that three? That is Morrowind yeah. three. Okay, so I didn't play the first two. Nobody and, did, except for. <laughs> and I don't. I didn't play a ton of, of uh, Morrowind. And when I played, um, Oblivion. Oblivion. It was more just to like. I wasn't really like trying to do the storyline. I was really just kind of running around and doing fun things. Um, hero of Kavach, never met him. <laughs> I was not that hero for sure. Um, I think it's easy to say that that Oblivion was the best. I wish that. I really do wish that they would go back and redo Oblivion with like Skyrim. Uh, I almost said lyrics. That, the that game engine mechanics with the 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 uh, I don't know, man. The game engine, you know, the thing, the, the graphics, thing. the graphics. That's what I was. Trying oh, to the think. graphics. Okay, we were getting there. And also, like, because of the vastness of the worlds, they all have super long loading times. So I think it'd be cool to to redo Oblivion and even Morrowind just to like narrow down the loading times because it's really like a it's really a software bottleneck than it is a hardware but and i know they got sky oblivion coming out but that's a fan-made thing that's a mod not yeah. a official bethesda thing i think they're currently working on elder scrolls 6 which is probably going to be bigger and etc etc so they we might never see a remaster yeah. which Actually, no. We're going to see thousands of remasters of Skyrim before Elder Scrolls Six comes out. But hey. Yeah, because there's another one coming out on the 11th. Oh, yeah, the 10-year oh, sh- anniversary. That's coming up soon. I was, oh. trying, to, I was trying to find it on uh, Steam. I couldn't find it. 
it's kind of hard to say which would be the worst in the Elder Scrolls series because the one, all the ones that I've played, which is to say, uh, Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim, they've all been fun. The I've had ones. a great time with with each of them. Yeah, I, I haven't played the earlier two, so I have no opinion on those. But I, if I'd choose a worst out of all those three, which is to say. Like, that's not a bad score. Like, the lowest score is definitely going to be, like, a 6 or a 7. Uh, it's it's probably Skyrim. Oh, wow. Really? I love Skyrim. Which, it, <laughs> it's definitely my least favorite of all those three. Because I can only play through it so many times before getting completely bored and dropping it for five or six years. <laughs> and then coming back. But, like, Morrowind and Oblivion, I can go back to those anytime because there's a, there's a lot of stuff in those. And sometimes breaking Oblivion is more fun than playing the game itself. I do feel like with Skyrim, there's all the extra quests, but it's really hard to play it through a, multiple times and do something different. Damn it, I'm a stealth archer again. <laughs> we yeah, all like, wind up down Completely that road. accidentally. I, I literally was like the third time playing it. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be a heavy guy. No, that didn't happen. People bada still bing, kept bing. murdering me, and I was like, all right, well, let me just like start using a bow. That's no big deal, right? And then it's like, oh, well, um, you know, it, if I'm using a bow, I might as well be stealthy, and it's like it just did not work. And it's I felt a like scarecrow again. But by, by by the end, like. By the time I could actually be good at anything other than like the stealth archer, I had already like beaten the game and I was already like level 60. So it's like, well, I can't do anything else now. Indeed, Oblivion had a lot more variety when it came to like attacking stuff, killing things. You can have a lot more fun with magic and melee and weapons and schmutz like that yeah and morrowind had these freaking insanely long quest lines all this convoluted stuff you're like all right this is nuts <laughs> so i i have played red guard morrowind oblivion and skyrim and i've got to say morrowind is my worst entry in the franchise it's very lore intensive but the world is... Which sounds right up your alley. You know, you would think that. However... You have to walk everywhere. You do. <laughs> it's so empty no between vegetable. point A and point B. Like, oh, cool, mud crabs. Okay, there's a little flying dragonflies up there trying to murder me now. Cool, those are done. I found and my way as a thief. <laughs> And then I just use the silt striders because I ain't none of that peasant stuff. I ain't walking. <laughs> These boots were made for sitting on a silt strider, you know? <laughs> and maybe that's, maybe I just never learned to play the game as intended, quote unquote. Because uh, I really do enjoy playing games as they're intended. And that's, I would put Skyrim like as my second because the easy mod loaders. People would just throw everything and anything into Skyrim because they could. Thomas the Tank Engine as any dragon, Classic. phenomenal. Phenomenal. Original gamer stuff right there. The only you know, mod I will ever add is the Boots of Blinding Speed, which is an item that I loved 
in Morrowind. You know, I agree with that. That's that was a f- broken item, completely broken. Then the scroll of levitation was something else. Just don't forget about your scroll suffocating flight. Yeah. Oh my goodness, man. I'm sorry, Dan. Mac, I cut fun. you off. No, I don't think so. I was just thinking. I I only recently, like you know, I, I built my PC in January of twenty. Or no, like November of 2019. Um, so, like I haven't, I've never played a Bethesda game on PC, so I've never really experienced the mods. And I know that like now you can do mods on PC um, that are sanctioned by Bethesda or whatever. But like I, oh, you by mean the like time on the consoles, yeah, 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 on consoles, yeah, sorry. Um, but like by that point, I was done with them. You know, it already so, been several years. Exactly, right? So, like, you know, 2019, Skyrim was already eight years old. So, uh, yeah, so I've never really, like, experienced the the mods, and I want to. I think that sounds cool. There is a Skyrim multiplayer mod that is kind of broken. I mean, of course, it's Skyrim, so what are you going to expect? But it <laughs> is a very cool idea. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, maybe we try that. So what's your, what's your best and worst of the Elder Scrolls? So I think my best, Mister, Mister Dan, Mister Dan Mac. Sorry, Darwin. Oh, I'm sorry. I've, we haven't heard from Dan Mac's least favorite. I yet. started, <laughs> and I didn't. Yeah, really, I know. I didn't really give an answer to be honest. Um, I thought he did. I, I will say that I like based on my experiences, knowing that it's not objectively the best. Still, my favorite was Skyrim because I I put the most amount of time into that. Um, I I even got it on the Switch and I got all of like the the Zelda items and I'm a Zelda freak so like that was cool. Um, they have horrible stats. <laughs> they have really bad <laughs> stats, but it was cool to have that. Um, and then my least favorite probably would be uh, uh, Morrowind again because I didn't um, I didn't really play that one a whole lot. Didn't really experience it so. It's hard to say like which one's object, you know, like the best. But the as far as like my favorite and least favorite, that's probably it. I did like. There's no um, bad choices. What's that? It's like there's no bad choices with these three games. Right, and I agree with I agree when you say like breaking Oblivion sometimes was more fun than than actually playing it. It's like I remember just like duplicating paintbrushes and using them as stairs and like just duplicating like (laughs) seriously expensive (laughs) item. You didn't. You don't know what I'm talking about. I've, so, I've never yeah. seen that done before. That's cool. So I paint, do that every play playthrough. Paintbrushes have zero weight, so if you pick them up and then drop them, they just float in the air, and you can jump on them. So, and there's only a few of them in the game, so they're kind of hard to find. But you get a paintbrush, you do the, the like dupe. the dupe glitch. And then it's literally just like one paintbrush in front of you, but like you can just pick up like a thousand of them (laughs) and then you jump on them and you jump on one, you drop another one and you jump on that one and drop another one. Yeah, it's great. It really is a phenomenal. Did this let you do any like huge game skips or? Uh, I'm not sure. Never tried it. I know there is a way to uh, skip the game entirely to the very last level. With the paintbrushes? But, no, just like in oh. general. 
but I've never tried it because I'd always have too much fun duping all these massive items. I remember what I would always do with, with my favorite playthroughs is I would immediately go to Rindir's staffs and I would duplicate the most expensive item I had because if you when you come out of the sewers you go you buy a couple of scrolls then you duplicate those you sell those off you get enough gold to get the apotheosis I believe that's the staff name I I'm remember you picking that up loser. in your Twitch playthrough. Yeah, I am such a loser for freaking remembering the name of the Apotheosis. <laughs> Good God. I'm not surprised that you remember and that name. Yeah, then you run over to the nearest... Um, uh, one of the nearest shrines or dungeons. You have to crawl through and you have to get this this rock. I forget the name of the rock, but it recharges the staff. Then you duplicate that... And it, it the game's broken from there. You have effectively one of the most powerful weapons in the game. Is that in Oblivion? And, yeah. Okay. And you can just one-shot anything. That's awesome. <laughs> that's how you immediately beat the arena with no challenge whatsoever. It'll take you like maybe an hour max to do the whole arena. That's wild. It's so much fun. I freaking love Oblivion. But yeah. Uh, Fallout, Fallout, we gotta quickly run through Fallout before we take up all the time on Bethesda. <laughs> well, there's <laughs> only true. four of those, so. Uh, well, right, yeah, Bethesda actually, is no, half of the ones we want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but okay, for Fallout, well, let's start with, um, let's start with Darman this time. Oh, man, I've <laughs> only touched New Vegas. That's a good one to touch. You haven't played yeah. four? Nope. I've no. watched people play four. I've watched, I think that's another problem with just me and Bethesda games is I watch people play them more and I'm like, okay, cool. I know, I know too much. And now this experience is not unique. Yeah, that's fair. I feel it. I watched this one guy, Oxhorn, or I used to watch this one guy, Oxhorn on YouTube and he does like Fallout lore and kind of stuff. Kind of like uh, what Ned is interested in. And uh, I, I thought it was fantastic. I'm like, this is super interesting to me. But, yeah. So, your favorite Fallout game, Darwin? I, I, I mean, based on... Based on what you've seen. I'd have to say New Vegas has the most to offer in terms of the design of the quests and the stories it tells. Um, but I think from, like, a a gameplay perspective i think fallout 4 has a lot more to do as a game there's a lot of playability there's a lot of replayability in all the fallout games um and it's really hard to compare fallout 1 and 2 and the brotherhood of steel um it's it's really hard to compare those to the newest iterations past Fallout 3 in New Vegas. I don't Pasta, remember which came Obsidian's out first. Reign. Fallout 3 came out first. But yeah, Fallout 1 and 2 are phenomenal if you enjoy lore. And they have some pretty great gameplay and mechanics. Like, it's it's intense. Um, then Fallout Tactics, which is an, another pretty good game from what I've heard. I haven't played it. I haven't watched people play it. I barely hear people talk about it. Brotherhood of Steel is the one that people 
uh, trash on because it is <laughs> actual hot garbage. Oh, like wow. Like spicy, hot Buffalo Wild Didn't Wings garbage. Didn't you pick that up on the Humble Bundle? No, it's uh, you have to download it off like a, a game forum or something. Oh, wow. Like nowhere sells it because everybody Bethesda. hated it so much they pulled it. <laughs> Bethesda, Bethesda has no longer acknowledged its true existence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this was back when I think uh, Obsidian was their subsidiary. So like Obsidian was like, no, Ixnay on the game of stay. I I enjoyed the Well, first of all, Fallout Tactics is um well, I guess it's not the same. They've got a similar style game on the on the phone now called Fallout Shelter where you're like hunkering down in a like a Fallout vault and you like get survivors, you build more pieces like to your vault and like they go out and get things. It was pretty cool. Um, if you like those like strategy, build your own city type games, I think for me, my favorite was Fallout New Vegas. Um, <laughs> I I enjoyed the uniqueness of that game. Like I enjoyed the kind of like the two sides, um, which I can't even remember now. Um, I, I thought it was cool that they had like this. Uh, Roman, oh, the um, Legion, and yeah, the uh, Legion, NCR. Yeah, um, the Yes Man route. For for Fallout Four, I it was a lot of fun. Um, I didn't like the explicitness of it or uh, the exclusiveness. Whereas where and what I mean by that is like. Picking sides in that game, I felt like was not a good move. I guess like if people want to feel like they're really a part of one of those factions, like that would be cool. But for me, all they did was stress me out. And I'm like, okay, I want to experience all of these, but I'm not going to play this game four times. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, too much. But really enjoyed Fallout New Vegas a lot. And I played Fallout 3 only a little bit. Um, it was kind of like, again, before my time of getting into those games. I mean, I, I was like a Nintendo fan for a long time until uh, high school. I didn't really have anything to play the Fallout games. So I didn't play Fallout 3 a whole lot. Jonah, or... You're really the one who's who's played a lot of the who's played these the most. What do yeah, you think? Yeah, I'm like I've lived off these. Uh, let's see. If we're starting off, Fallout Two was a lot of fun. I've never actually beaten the full game, but it has been it was a great lore piece, and I loved it. Um, Fallout Three, I've played pretty extensively. It I've have not got to. I didn't play the game after I got broken steel dlc which is like a game extension so i missed out on that but all the other dlc in fallout 3 are a lot of fun if i could remember their names new vegas <laughs> that's that's the the one with all the good dlc and all the good game you know yeah uh dead money best dlc i've played i freaking love the dead money dlc the sierra madre phenomenal what a good storyline. Uh, Old World Blues, the enemies are 
freaking broken, and I hate the enemies, but I do enjoy Old World Blues. And then Lonesome Road, good God. I don't think any DLC Bethesda has released has really topped that one. Yeah, at this point, you're kind of just saying words. I'm not, I don't even really know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so then there's Fallout. So after New Vegas, then came Fallout. Fallout 4. I, it's kind of hard to think that they didn't release anything after New Vegas before 4. Like, wow. Fallout 4, a lot of fun. I, I've got a too many hours in that game. But I will say, I will say, it has some phenomenal gunplay. And I do enjoy the customization of the, the weaponry. So it's kind of hard to choose a favorite of the Fallout games. I've enjoyed all of them. I'm going to have to go with Fallout 3 as my top favorite just because of the nostalgia level. That's surprising considering you said New Vegas has the best gameplay. The best game. <laughs> indeed, but I there's a special part in my in my soul in my career of existing that I just didn't really enjoy Fallout 3. You hear three dog, and I'm like, yeah, here we go. <laughs> then there's also Fallout uh, 76, which is it's. I mean, imagine Fallout 4, multi but multiplayer and a little bit more broken, and behind a pretty fat paywall. My favorite thing, my favorite story from Fallout 76 is that at the beginning of the pandemic in like March of 2020, toilet paper was going out of stock because people wanted toilet paper thinking that they were gonna be hunkered down for years. And people in Fallout 76 used toilet paper as currency. They'd be like, yeah, how many toilet papers you got? I'll give you this gun. Like that was the thing. And I just think that's absolutely phenomenal. Like games mimic reality and it's such a such a cool <laughs> just I don't know, it's such a weird phenomenon so that's a lot about bethesda overall they make games a little half-assed <laughs> yeah. but they're a lot of fun they're a lot of fun it's like those uh weird unity games that you find on steam you're like this is so dumb and i know exactly what it's going to play like but and you buy yet, anyway. I still am here. And you are having a great time. It's like that one game that you recommended a long time ago, Craftopia. <laughs> oh, which yeah. Which is this Unity asset flip. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'll pick it up. I'll play it. And then 80 hours later. <laughs> no, you did not. I didn't even I load the game up. I played a few hours in that I didn't game. even load it up. I popped it, was it in. Fun. I'm like, ooh. Went to a couple new worlds, you know. Deleted a couple societies, uh, <laughs> killed things, killed people. When animals spawned in, killed them too. Cut down all the trees, made a cool rock, made a teleporter rock, went to a new place. That's a lot more than I did. Wipe out that planet as well. Uh, yeah, I'm like, this is enjoyable. All right, so the next long-standing franchise, which is actually the longest-standing franchise that we have. When did the original oh, well, Elder Scrolls and Yeah, I'm gonna have to check out? you on that one. Hang on. Yeah. It came out in, like, 1994-ish. Ooh, for... Mike. Ooh. Ooh. This is close. Let's that see. is close. The Elder Scrolls. You see Grandpa hitting the mouse wheel. 
Um, Wikipedia. Fallout 1 came out in 97. So... Yep. Uh, the Elder Scrolls Arena, which is the first one, came out in 94. March... Came out on March 25th, 1994. That's wild. That's pretty darn heckin' old. All right, so Let's... when did our next franchise come out? Our next franchise came out in February of 1996. What? So oh, it is dang. older... Older than Fallout, younger than Elder Scrolls. Scrolls. And that one, which actually just released some remakes a few days ago, today, yesterday, I don't remember, or is getting ready to, I don't know, I can't keep By the time you listen to this, it will be out. Anyway, it's Pokemon. (laughs) It's Pikachu! Pokemon, we we got blue, red, Japan's got green, uh crystal yellow gold yellow gold silver crystal ruby sapphire emerald uh diamond pearl platinum that's a big what's after that one black and white black and white black and white black and white two then comes x and y then comes sun and moon and then comes ultra sun and ultra moon a complete ripoff and then Sword and Shield. And here we are. Sprinkled in with some knockoff games in between, like the Do they have Fire and Water? uh, Gale of Darkness. Pokin Pokin Tournament. Oh, the Pokemon Stadium games. Those are pretty sweet. Pokemon Go? Yeah, Pokemon Ranger. (laughs) Oh, Pokemon Ranger? Yeah, that was a weird iteration. Pokemon Go, of course, has been around for a few years now and still blowing up the world. Um... Man, so there's so much to talk about here. Let's see. Pokemon is a very long-standing game, or very at the very least, very wide-reaching. Yes, it has absolutely. Huge cultural impact, much more than Elder Scrolls. Yeah, for sure. Because uh, Elder Scrolls didn't get a cartoon or a card game. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's why they're not so big. You gotta tap the card game market. Exactly. You want yeah. to know how to get people in your game? Put put it on the cardboard. Put it in cards. You know card what? I bet there's a Fallout card game. I. It's called Caravan, but nobody knows how to play it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was an in-lore joke, and I appreciate that. It's like, was that a New Vegas reference? Was that a Fallout something or other reference? You're darn heckin' right it was. <laughs> so, okay. Polybius, let's start with you because we're going in order. Oh, shoot. Well, you got to oh, give gosh. your Darn. favorite and oh, least heck. favorite, and <sighs> I don't know. Should I... we exclude remakes? I don't know. Okay. Oh so yeah, because you didn't up, include I... Fire Red and Leaf Green in your. No, I didn't. There's Fire Red, Leaf Green. There's Heart Gold, Soul Silver, Omega Ruby, Omega Sapphire. I did play Heart Gold. Brilliant diamond and shining pearl. Pearl is getting ready to come out or has come out. In current year. It's around here. (laughs) Damn, son. They also did Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu, which was a remake of Generation 1 again. Um, But you caught Pokemon the same way you caught them in Pokemon Go. And they made a whole extra controller for it. It was so dope. I it actually was, think it's yeah. cool. 
It, it is cool. Sorry, Polybius has po a question. What Pokemon games came out on the like the the original Game Boy? Because I, my friend had the Game Boy. Oh, Game the original. Boy. So Game on Boy? the original Game Boy, you or had... the Game Boy Color, or the Game Boy Advance, or the Game Boy Advance SP, or the Game Boy—no, no, no, no. <laughs> the one that was about this big and flipped out. Oh, the clamshell? Well, that could have been yeah. anything. What? Gosh. No, that's the—that's the the, uh, the SP. That's the Game Boy Advance SP. Yeah, but it could have but... been literally any game inside of it. The the one no, that you were talking—not the not the big rectangle one, like the older one. What? The one that. <laughs> the one that looked like a square. Yeah, it's a Game Boy Advance hang SP. Hang on, hang on, hang on. It looked oh, like does he have this. It? it did. Yeah. It literally yeah. could have been any game in this. No, hold on, hold. Okay, okay, but Darman, okay, <laughs> let's let's be okay. Polly, because I had did the my game friend had one. Did the game fit perfectly inside of the uh, what the do slot, you call that? The, the slot, or did it pop out? Like, was it extended, like, where my finger is? No, it fit perfectly. Okay, okay so, so it you're, talking, you're, <laughs> you're talking... You're um, talking... Gen 3. Gen 3, yeah. So we've got ruby, sapphire, emerald, but it also could have been fire red or leaf green. I think it... I, I, sapphire rings a bell, so that could have been it. What was your starting Pokemon? Uh, what did it look God, like? That, bro, I was like 12. I think Was it a bird? Was it a That newt? was like 6 years ago. <laughs> was it a bird? <laughs> was it a newt? Or was it a I I chose the fire one because at the time fire was cool and everybody wanted to be the the fire pokemon. Well, absolutely because fire is the coolest type. It is the coolest type. That's undisputable. Actually. Technically water is probably the coolest <laughs> type. Fire is probably the hottest yeah. type. Water is the coolest <laughs> because water's phenomenal. But I chose the fire type, and I was a young kid. I had a grand time playing that game. Like a little yeah, the chicken. Yeah. Oh my Torchic. god. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we got. All there. right. Cool. We got there. So it was either ruby, sapphire, emerald. One of those. But yeah. So I played one of those, and I had a phenomenal time. I freaking loved it. Of course, I didn't play too much because it wasn't my Game Boy. I could only play right. it when I was at my friend's house. Yeah. But yeah, I remember going into caves and getting stopped every 30 freaking meters because bats. <laughs> I'm surprised you made it 30 meters. I mean, a bit of an ex expenditure, but hey, listen, you get the gist. Like, you walk a couple steps, you get stopped by another Pokemon. You're like, listen... If, if if I get stopped one more time by another Pokemon, I'm going to start pulling out the Glock, okay? <laughs> like, this is getting nuts. But I, it was a lot of fun. And I want to say that that one Pokemon had game. the fewest amount of new Pokemon, but I might be wrong. In Gen no. 3? No, 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 no. The fewest amount of new Pokemon is Gen 6. Really? X and Y, yeah. Um, and then Gen 7. And then Gen 8. <laughs> and then Gen Downhill 2. Downhill from there, huh? So Gen 6 had 72 new Pokemon. Gen 7 had 88. Gen 8 had 92. Uh, Gen 2 had 100. Gen 3 had 135, which actually is the third most behind the first one. 
the fifth one, which is surprising. Um, yeah, so that's kind of wild. The fifth one being black and white? That is an accurate statement that you just said. <laughs> well, I keep having to keep track. Because, like, I... So, my introduction to Pokemon... I, I grew up with Pokemon. It was the grade school thing. Uh, I used to go compete in tournaments uh, at Toys R Us. For the card games, right? Uh, for Toys I played R Us? card bro, games and yeah. the cartridges. Oh, okay. All right. Like I the video I, video games maybe you'd call those. You know, uh, <laughs> the card games and the video games. Yeah, he, he said the, the card game games game? and uh, cartridges. <laughs> <laughs> We're just literally hawking cartridges across the room. Saying, My electronic <laughs> chips. My choke. I, I choose I, Gen Two Crystal. <laughs> frisbees it across the way, knocks out opponent. Cuts a six-year-old's jugular. Perfect. Oh, no. <laughs> so Call the ambulance. He hit him with the good old Game Boy Advance system. <laughs> so I grew up with uh, the first gen. And then when Gen 2 came out, my parents found out there was demon Pokemon like Houndoom and Houndour. Um, oh, those were so cool. They were wow. edgy as hell. And I don't blame you for making that statement. It was a product Literally of your upbringing. as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so on a scale of like I've played totally I've okay played with it to Tipper Gore, how far did they go when we, they, they heard sold that they my had entire Demon collection? Pokemon? Which they went They sold the entire collection of cards, which uh I told them today when they came to visit over Labor Day, I said, Hey, hey, hey mom, hey dad, you wanna know what those Pokemon cards are worth? Yeah, all those ones that you got rid of that we collected very hard for. Um, yeah. That's probably enough to pay for the rest of Melissa's college. Nothing like being a vindictive prick yeah. to your parents. It's almost like 30 years later. <laughs> Jeez. Listen, some Man. people just overreact to things and You know what? I think they did a good thing because can you imagine what kind of card whore you would be right now? You already oh, no. are sitting. Oh, you're, no. Exactly. You're already sitting on all of those magic cards. Can you imagine if you also had 25 years worth of Pokemon cards? Okay, but see, here's the thing. I would Plus, you probably would have gotten into magic much sooner. And then I would have gotten out of Pokemon. Oh, you know what? Actually, I would have got. I have a rule. I am only allowed to have one card game at a time. Oh, maybe you would have never gotten into magic. I may, ne I may not have. Because I... That's a different timeline. That's, uh, yeah, there, out, there is <laughs> some... timelines. The multiverse where your parents didn't sell your Pokemon collection is one of mystery and splendor. <laughs> I'd probably be wearing the Star Wars hat backwards on my head right now. I'm trying to be like Ash Ketchum. Like, that's an uh, intrinsic part of my character personality. Sorry, guys. Uh, Darman from the Outer of the Universe walked over and for some reason he has a dumb Boston accent. Can I just say that you should always wear hats and always have them backwards? You look so cool right now. Lies. All lies. No, no, 100%. You look super cool. You look like a proper streamer. Like you, and also you could looks, also could kick someone's ass. You look like you're from like the future. They, you wouldn't know that watching that. my stream yesterday. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I lost well, I so many there. games. I was doing homework. Um, Apparently like 87. Huh? Okay, so... Rabbit Trails later, what's your favorite and least favorite?
best entry in the franchise, I think Emerald Ruby Sapphire. Yeah, Gen Gen three. Um, that's fair. That's a lot of people's favorite. The and amount, I will say, go ahead. Th- there's so much technical. But I will play. say, <laughs> yeah, go ahead and say. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Technical, Wait, so does that mean that I got like the luckiest just by random happenstance? My friend happened to have like one of the most beloved versions in the whole franchise. Well, the most beloved in the franchise, I think if you were to pull everyone today, uh, if you were to get a reasonable sample size, I think uh, most people would say that black and white are their favorites. What? No. Uh oh. No. I'll get the fire extinguisher. No, is that incorrect? I hate black and white. Well, there's no need to be political. About Hold on. It. I want to see. I, 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 this is just based on what I remember, right? Like, I, I do not spend a whole lot of, you know what? Hang on. Let me just ping all of the Pokemon guys in the Discord right now. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. I, I got to see. I got to see. I got to see. Okay. So Let's as you guys see. are doing this, Darman, Shush. what's your least favorite? Shut up. I will not. I am asking the, Okay. The most, the, the most sold is Pokemon. Well, if you group them together, it would be Gen 1. Red, blue, green, yellow. I'm not surprised. Followed then by Pokemon Gold, Silver, Crystal. And then, I mean, it, it almost literally just like goes in order from, of from the time that they were released. Of sales. Now, I guess if you're going to go... That's a different... I am already yeah. getting answers from across the board. The first answer was Gen 3. I got another answer that says second and another one that's four. I guess... So, so not th- black that... and white is what I'm hearing. So far. Hang on. Uh, oh, oh, no layer is typing. Damn, Mac is timing. Uh-oh. Oh, it's relative. <laughs> Did, he said wait, it's wait relative? to take the political route, no layer. I hope you listen what to this. What kind of question podcast. is that? Or what kind of answer is that? It's it's relative. What's your favorite, dude? We're not asking in general. <laughs> <laughs> also, you said a decent sample size, and so far you've got three. That's not a decent <laughs> sample size. You're correct. You're absolutely You're- correct. Um, of Listen all in. different generations. <laughs> yeah. Three. Yeah. So what's yeah. what's your f- least favorite? So Darwin? my least favorite has to be X and Y. Oh man, and I, I, I loved X and Y. I I oh. enjoyed parts of X and Y, and I think part of it is just uh, the game was super handholdy. I didn't. I wanted to have a proper rival. Having the gang of friends was cool and all, but I, I wanted a proper rival. The gang of the friends was in black and white. Mm, no. It, there, I might mean, there, also, might... there might have also been one in X and Y, but I remember there being one in, in black and white. You had like three other people. And that's, yeah, you had like N and um, somebody else. I don't I didn't really play black and white. Uh, you had the big guy, the girl who wore the pink shirt. Literally me. <laughs> okay, so your least favorite was... X and Y. Just X and Y. Okay, that's fair. 
Um, but if I had played Ultra Sun, any of the Sun and Moon games, they may have been lower. I just don't feel the need to buy every iteration of Pokemon. Okay, well, um, you're wrong, but I get it. I'm glad. I'm glad you don't feel that need, darling. Well, like... That you would be broke. I'm not broke. I, That's I'm not gonna not... I was gonna say, Dan Mac is the opposite of broke. <laughs> he has leveraged equity. <laughs> um, but, like, I don't know. Uh... My my need and desire to go and collect all of the cutest things gets sated every two or three years, you know, with every other release. Like, I have Sword on my Switch right now, and I played maybe 20 hours of it. Didn't Haven't even finished it. Um, oh, man. Yeah. It was... <laughs> Sword and Shield were... Um, they were ambitious. Adding the wild area was very ambitious. I think because of the wild area, it kind of made other areas of the game less desirable. That checks it, out. Yeah. Really, like, you, uh, in an ideal world, it would all be wild area. Which I think is what Pokemon Arceus is going to give us coming out in February I next agree. year. I agree. I'm actually really excited for Arceus. And, um,. The adverts did look cool on it. There was a third game they announced, didn't they? Um, the Legends game, or is it Legends? Yeah, that, Ar- that's it's Legends. It's of Legends Arceus. Arceus. Okay. Yeah, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Okay. Um, so for me, I think there's been so many iterations, right? And and they've they've remade iterations. If I'm going strictly off of base games. Um, my favorite was gold it was the first one, that, the first one that I properly owned. I did play blue and yellow before that, but the first one I properly owned, I felt like they added a lot of things from the first generation into this one. Um, I loved getting like red Gyarados and, uh, dragons. Like it was very cool. Um, it, and, and that's just like base, like original games that came out for each generation um if i had to give like a number one for including the remakes probably omega ruby and alpha sapphire phenomenal remakes the thing about pokemon is every time they do a remake they add one thing that hasn't been in any other games but each remake that they do does not include the stuff that they did in previous remakes, which is frustrating. Like um, uh, companion following and that was in Heart Gold and, and Soul Silver. Um, yep. So that was in that was Heart Gold, Soul Silver in uh, Fire Red and Leaf Green. They had um, a synopsis of the last few things that you did. It'd be like Old Dan Mock uh, beat Brock. And then he went to the Pokemon Center and healed his Pokemon. And then he got into the cave. And that was really cool. In Heart Gold and Soul Silver, they had the companion following. And then in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, they had a Pokemon radar. Which, for me, as a fan, I'm not a completionist by any means. But those remakes gave me the tools to feel like I could be a completionist. They had a... um, they had a Pokemon radar. So if you had encountered a Pokemon before, 
you could put on the radar and it would tell you when you were getting close to one. And so that allowed me to like actually complete the Pokédex for the first time in any game. So uh, and then they I, also had I don't want to be a a buzzkill, but you know that it would tell you what routes every Pokémon could be found in, right? In the private previous games and all of them yeah yeah but this one is this one is like hey take two steps to the right and you're gonna run into oh it's precise okay got it yeah okay. like it's I, a real thing yeah, yeah okay i'm sorry my apologies yeah yeah no i get it um i think that i think that brilliant diamond and shining pearl are going to have like the companion following again which would be cool um and then if i had to pick a least favorite it would be Sun and Moon, specifically Ultra Sun and Moon, because not only did Sun and Moon have the most handholdy, text-oriented bullshit, but then in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, they had the audacity to release the same damn game with basically just DLC added to it for $60. Now that's some audacity. So Not you the had audio so kind. it wasn't just a DLC. You had to go through the entire game again before you could get to it because it was post game. It was awful, 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 awful. Other than that, Alolan Pokemon are cool. Alolan Vulpix, yeah, amazing. I do like the different regional forms to Pokemon. Uh, I didn't understand why like Galarian Meowth became its own different. Like it, he had a different berserker. evolution. Perserker. Yeah, but that makes sense, right? Like if a, your uh, base Pokemon start off in different regions, then they're going to evolve into different things. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm like not defending all of their Alolan variants at all because the Alolan Executor was freaking stupid. He just got a really long neck and somehow became. <laughs> and it's a dragon. Type. No, he's definitely a dragon. Look, he's spitting fire. Charizard over here is like, what the f man? <laughs> man, I wish, I wish I could be a dragon just for being tall. <laughs> so that's my, that's we my wish and have been going for a while. Yeah. And to wrap this up, let's go over the last franchise that's very popular among the Discord. Bum, bum, bum. And if and if Darman could carry a tune in a bucket, you would know that he's singing the Halo theme song. Oh, oh shoot, wrong song. Do 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 do. Yeah. What I wow. There's a lot. There's a lot to take in here. Well, Halo Five doesn't exist. Halo Five was great. You shut your mouth. I what did you not like about Halo yet, 5? So. That it was COD Light. What's wrong with that? That it's not that a was... Halo game. What? You're the guy who gets mad when when bands come out with new material and it doesn't sound like their old material, but then you also complain that it's the same standard format for the last four no, albums. No, okay, so if they had stuck with the same changes that they made between Reach and 4, right? And not tried to deviate too far. Like, if I wanted to play Quake 3, I would go play Quake 3! 
But what if you played Quake 3 but Halo? I would go play Halo So what, what specific me- mechanics did you not like? I didn't like the way the ADS snapped. I didn't like That's the fair. I don't, speed. I don't think that they should have done ADS. Movement speed was... Uh, I won't say it was too high, but it just... <laughs> maps did not cohere very well with respawn points and movement. It just was not an enjoyable experience for me when I played with other people. Oh, yeah. Also, taking out split screen. Yeah, I mean, they did that, that a long was time ago, rough. didn't they? No, that was in Halo 5. Was it? Oh, shoot. Yeah. yeah. Well, in that case, yeah, bump. It. Like, why would you do I, that? I mean, I think that that was not a smart move on their end. That was like one of the main uh, selling points for Halo. You could still do. Uh, like co-op campaign, but it had to be on separate consoles, which was not smart. I, I'm not saying Halo Five was a great game, or even that it was the best game, but you I sure like that they tried to, to make defense it defense real quick, though. Yeah, because you can't just say you don't like a game because it's not like the other games in the series. That's One stupid. One of these games is not like the other. <laughs> <laughs> like things change, things, things. They, they change, they evolve, they no, get better, absolutely. or sometimes they get more. Absolutely. I mean, shoot, we're seeing Pokemon go through so many different changes, right? But, like, there are still fundamental core properties to the game that matter. I play a game or franchise because of its identity. Because Did you of the ever things- play the, uh, the campaign of Halo 5? No. I did watch okay. it, though. So you only did multiplayer for Halo 5? That's the only part that I have played. I watched through the the Halo 5 campaign. I never played... I mean, not never, but I did not like Halo 5 multiplayer. That's fair. They had... I liked some of their maps. We their maps talk, were cool. I mean, we could talk about how stupid the story was, too. Yeah, I mean... Really, they're all stupid after Halo 2. Or Halo 3, sorry. Because he blows yeah. up all of the Halos. <laughs> yeah, no, correct. 100%. <laughs> I also hated the Prometheans. Don't like them as an okay. antagonist. I feel that. Don't really enjoy their guns. The Prometheans can indeed suck it. I remember encountering those guys for the first time in Halo 4 and being like, listen, I did not come here for this. What on earth is going on? <laughs> So if you had to pick a best one, Darman, since obviously your worst one <laughs> is Halo 5. Reach. Reach. I enjoyed the story of Reach. I loved the ballad of Noble Six. Um, the multiplayer. Every single one of those maps was a banger. The best Forge mode. That's that's what I was about to bring up. The Forge mode in Halo Reach, there's nothing like it. I, I, I think if, if you were to stand every game in the franchise next to each other, I feel like Reach has the most to offer. I can see that. I, I think that you are... I, so I would agree. I am Halo. also moderately biased, right? Because Reach is the one that I've had the most access to. 
right? Being on PC, that was the first mm -hmm. one that came out on the Master Chief Collection on PC. And that's what I played growing up with you on the 360. Um, I definitely did not mm, play nearly yeah, as much Halo 2 and 3. But, yeah, like, yeah, all, bar all of that aside, I think if you just measure the amount of content that's there in the base game, it, sh it, it just shines above the rest. I think I, I agree. Halo Reach is my favorite. I think part of that is because you compare it to the ones previous to it. Um, but looking at kind of like a 10,000 foot view of the series as a whole, I, I would I would argue that Halo 4 stands up a little bit more. And, and part of that's because it has things that really should have been in it much sooner, like sprinting. <laughs> Yeah, and, sprint and, not as an armor ability. Right. Like, sprint's a horrible armor ability. But I like what Bungie did. I like the changes that they made. I thought it really made the... Um, it, they were all good changes. I felt like they made a, a good legacy for themselves as the Halo founders. And then they went to uh, Destiny and just messed it all up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um. But, like, for me personally, when I'm playing them, Halo 4 is the one where I feel the most at home in the multiplayer. Still, I do enjoy the Halo still 4 saying that, like, Halo Reach is... Halo Reach certainly is my favorite campaign. Certainly. Indeed. Well, I'm, I'm going to be preaching to the choir here. Uh, <laughs> favorite is definitely... Halo Reach. Who would have who would have freaking guessed? <laughs> I love the campaign. The helicopter missions are actually fun and don't oh, make yeah. me want to hit my head against a wall. <laughs> um, I the last stand is uh, heartbreaking. Oh, the very man. last part, I'm like, man, this final objective survive. Excuse me, uh, what? You gotta be kidding me. Forge mode. Me and my friends would play Forge mode for freaking hours on the xbox 360 i'd go over to their house they have the full four controllers so it'd take us about 30 minutes to figure out who was on what corner of the screen <laughs> all hell would break loose it's phenomenal halo multiplayer of reach i sucked at it i still do who would have guessed i have not gotten better with age but it was still a lot of fun i think Ooh. that the the forge mode of reach was not utilized to its fullest potential like halo 3 i think people took forge, forge mode and halo 3 and they went bonkers with it they they pushed it to its limits they pushed it past its limits they made some amazing things with forge world and some of the quality of life changes to forge in general and halo 4 it could have been significantly better but i didn't find community games that i cherished as much in Halo in Halo reaches I did in um, in Halo 3 I still have fond memories of duck hunt it was a Halo 3 variant where you had different platforms moving up and down and you only had a little walkway to go through and you just kind of went up and down while somebody had a sniper rifle on the other edge of the map yeah it was so great so great the different um, like racetracks people made in Halo 3 was so much fun. You'd have a racetrack with like one person in the middle just trying to snipe everybody off their mongooses. It was phenomenal. 
Polly, you look like you tapped out. <laughs> no, I'm I'm like I'm sitting back. I'm remembering. I'm like, this, I had a, so much freaking fun uh, playing yeah. like the Halo multiplayer games with my buddies. Man, who would have guessed? <laughs> All right, Halo Reach was the but first one. I do that enjoy I... Halo 4's multiplayer. I will say, we we clapped some mad cheeks in Halo 4 multiplayer when we played that together. Oh yeah, absolutely, it was pretty great. I felt like a real gamer. <laughs> Then I went, we, we went back and played all the other multiplayers, and boy, my KD ratio went right down into the negatives again. Oh, I know. Kid, since we're talking about Halo, and I know Darman's trying to wrap it up, I just want to shout out to someone in the Discord. Tarkil ha, had not played Halo really hardly at all uh, up until about a year ago, and has been playing with us and playing a lot on his own. And he has significantly improved and is honestly one of the best of us now. Um, I, he's also a psychopath because I was talking to him and he said that he does uh, better on the older games. I'm just like, how? <laughs> <laughs> Man plays, how? what was it, Halo 2 the other day? He was like, oh yeah, no, Halo 2 is my jam now. I'm like, oh like, my goodness. Oh man, you're a certain kind of masochist. <laughs> All right, I got a bonus question. All right, we have Ooh. four uh -oh. franchises here. Which one is the most impactful to you as a person and the least impactful to you as a person? Starting with Polybius. Oh, dingus. All right. Yeah, it's pretty easy. I'm going to top, like, the one that I played the most is definitely Bethesda. Now, hang on, on, hang on. Still playing. Well, yeah, Bethesda, but we've got four different franchises here. And... Very carefully worded here. Which one do you think is the most fundamentally important to you becoming Polybius? Uh, Elder Scrolls, Oblivion. Heck yeah. That was one of the first games I played on the Xbox 360 outside of the Portal and Team Fortress series. And I'm like, yeah, wow, video games are really open world? They do that? It was like, is this legal? Am I going to get arrested for playing this game and going down and doing vampires? <laughs> if we had any more fun, stuff? it would be a crime, wouldn't it? If I had this much fun in school, oh my goodness, I would have gotten expelled on day one. But anyway, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, the Elder, Elder Scrolls. Uh Least impactful has got to be Pokemon, unfortunately, because I just haven't played as much of it. It is actually the the least amount that I've played out of any of these franchises. All right, and damn I knew it. I do love me some Pokemane, Pokemon, if, <laughs> Pokemangs. If I had to monsters. give the least impactful for me, it would probably not probably it would definitely be Fallout. The Fallout franchise, least impactful for me. The one I put put the least amount of time, <laughs> and especially the least amount of time in like key times of growth in my life, um, would be Fallout. Now, the most impactful is super hard. It's difficult. To, there's splitting hairs here, but I think it's going to have to go Pokemon because that has been with me since I was a wee lad of like three and has not gone away and has only expanded. I play the card game now. Um, I've got Pokemon Go. Pokemon Unite is the first MOBA that I can stand. I mean, like, <laughs> it is, yeah, that's where I'm at. Darwin? Big move. I think Fallout has had the least impact. 
uh, for me, I, I think Halo, I wanted to say Pokemon, right? Because obviously me being a collector like I am, Pokemon definitely was uh, a highlight. But in terms of what's contributed to like who I am today, I think I would be remiss to not say Halo because it brought all these beautiful people into my life. Like you guys. I ain't never been called beautiful before. <laughs> I've been That's called a lot of things that ain't one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, think, uh, I think Halo is the most that impactful, makes sense. actually. Sure. That's wow. a, these are some pretty darn heckin' good answers, fel, folks and fellas. Well, I think it was a pretty heckin' good guys. podcast. If you want to hear more of us, you can find us in the links in the description below. Follow our Facebook group. Join our Discord. We play a lot of League of Legends here now, but we're open to suggestions. I promise. I am not a tyrant. He's a tyrant. Literally, Darman is Fascist. the only person in this three-person call that actually plays League of Legends. I played it once, haven't touched it since. Old Dan Mac, I don't think he I've never knows touched what a League legend of Legends. Is. I've touched uh, Dota 2. It was fine. We all have in our darkest moment. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a good time for my psyche. Yes. <laughs> we play games. We have fun. We talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. The good, Much the similar the to this podcast. Uh, join the Facebook group with the link below or the Discord also with the link below. The Discord is popping. Thanks for listening. Do you uh, come to my house if you want some great sweet tea? Oh, I'm going I'll over be there place. in two hours. Yeah, actually, you, you can come over, Dan Mac. Like, you're it's pretty true. darn close. Hop's when are you coming more. to visit? When you invite me. Said you never write, this you never call. This, this is an open invitation. Come to my house for sweet tea. Ice cold sweet tea. I don't really like sweet tea. And oh, now you're whistling it. <laughs> you're, and you're living in the... Uh, is, I don't know if Florida's too south to be the south. Like, this is way down here. It's kind of inverted upon itself. But <laughs> you're living in, in the southern end of the United States. That's true. In the dingus of the United States. And y'all are like, no idea. The dingus of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Okay. Thanks for listening. Thanks for not watching. You don't want to see that. Have a good night or morning or afternoon or weekend or day. Whenever Have a good one. Eat. Sleep. Be merry. Can we be done? Yeah. <laughs> We're done. Okay. I'm turning it off. I'm, oh, I'm you're not even doing B-roll? Oh no, we got a whole nother one. We can B-roll after the second one.